0: It's a Blue Jackets game day. I'm super excited. You should be super excited. There are two Blue Jackets games today, one in the afternoon and one in the evening. We're going to talk about that, and we're also going to finish our chat with Jeff Svoboda about what we can expect from the Blue Jackets this season, and is Kent Johnson a dark horse choice for the Calder Trophy, all that and more on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Blue Jackets, we're part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, trials, tribulations, previews, reviews, and more about your favourite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before you start, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So um, if you're not subscribed over there, then maybe you should think about hitting that button. It helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody wins. Uh, to everyone who has subscribed thus far, I uh, super, super appreciate you for watching, listening, tuning in, etc. It's a Blue jacket end day, finally. Uh, It's the first Blue Jackets game day since, like, the start of April, so is it a meaningless preseason game? No, it is two meaningless preseason games, but I'm super excited, and uh, I thought we'd just talk a little bit about training camp so far and how the lines could shape up, because there's one line in particular that I am really looking forward to tonight, and I hope that we get to see plenty of it, so uh, let's just, uh, let's get started off. With that, and then uh, afterwards, we're just going to finish off our conversation with uh, Jeff Svoboda. We're going to talk about all the expectations after Blue Jackets this season, and uh, we're going to talk about whether Kent Johnson could be a dark horse for the Calder. So uh, speaking of Kent Johnson, let's get right into what we're seeing from him in training camp, because so far it is all good, and uh, the most exciting thing, I think, he got a chance yesterday to take a spin as that top-line centre between uh, Gaudreau and Line 8. Now, it is training camp. It is preseason. These lines are jumbled. Uh, Cole Sillinger currently day-to-day with an injury. Uh, Boone Jenner is not scrimmaging. He is practising but not playing at the minute. Uh, obviously, he just came off of uh, a, a semi-long-term injury. Um, So, you know... Gaudreau and Lina have kind of had a, uh, a variety of centers they've had a little bit of Boone Jenner they've had some corangeer uh, Jack Rostovic I believe and uh, Victor Rask took a took a spin in that spot as well but in the uh open scrimmage or open to the prep, open to the fans scrimmage yesterday at the ice House in uh, in Columbus they had Ken Johnson centering that line and uh, they I believe, we're on the ice for all four goals. Uh, line A got two, and uh, Cole Clayton was playing defense. He got another one, and uh, someone else, I think Johnson actually might have scored one of his own. So it's all looking pretty exciting for that line. You know, again, I'm going to preface, preseason training camp means basically nothing. This is where they get to do things like this, to try out what's good, what's bad. Um and some possibilities for the season but i think we're going to see that line tonight against pittsburgh and i personally super super excited by that um it's a a split squad set of games so half of the roster or half the training camp roster will be in columbus and the other half will be in pittsburgh uh, i believe the first game starts at 1 p.m. eastern and then the second game starts at 7 p.m. Eastern so uh plenty of blue jacket hockey to look at but that is uh that's the one I am keeping my eye on so uh speaking of 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 blue jacket hockey being back uh we're gonna just finish off the conversation that I have been having this week with Jeff Sabota who like I said was kind enough to sit down for like literally a full hour and change of uh Conversation about how the Blue Jackets did this offseason, how they did last season. Uh, we're finally looking at how the Blue Jackets could do this season. We're looking at how the Metro how the Metropolitan Division shapes up. Uh, could the Blue Jackets make the playoffs this season? And the answer is maybe, but it really kind of depends on uh, a bunch of different factors. And we're also uh, talking a little bit about Kent Johnson as a dark horse for the Calder... Uh, because I feel like it's going to be a, a Michigan kid that wins it and why not Ken Johnson so uh, that's all coming up in just a minute but first I've got to tell you about bet online because uh It's your number one source for all football betting information this season. Uh, You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And, as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information uh, with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. So if you want to put money on Kent Johnson, William & Calder, uh, that's something I'm probably going to be putting a few dollars on at some point uh, because, hey, if he's a dark horse then uh, more money for me at the end when he blows everyone away and wins it. So that's what I'm going to be betting on. And uh, BetOnline is the best place to do that. It's also the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, uh, F1, NASCAR, uh, basketball, when that comes back, football, obviously, and most importantly, the NHL. So head to BetOnline.net on your laptop or mobile device to learn more because BetOnline is where the game starts the the season starts soon which again as we kind of talked about at the start of the season at the start of the uh interview sorry um is is kind of crept up on us how do you think kind of overarching uh expectations of the blue jackets we talked a little bit about how johnny gaudreau makes them a better team immediately is this a team that can maybe surprise some people make the playoffs is this a team that are just going to be kind of Better than last season, but not a playoff team. Like, how do you, where do you see them falling in the in the league and kind of in the Metro Division?
1: Yeah, uh, well, the expectation is you talk to coaches and players, they say they want to make a playoff push this year. Um, that that's very much the stated goal. Uh, you know, you're you feel like a year ago you're in the playoff push until May or excuse me, March, and now you had one of the best players in the league, and you hopefully shore up some of the issues you had a season ago. Um, then, yeah, you feel like you could be in the mix. You feel like you could be a playoff team. I think it's going to be very difficult to be a playoff team. Um, Just because the factors you look at. uh, You said you were 19 points out of a playoff spot last year. So, you know, it was unique a season ago that all eight teams in the East had at least 100 points. And so is that going to happen again this year? Probably not. But I went back and did the math. You know, the, the average last spot, in the Eastern Conference, since they switched to the current format, is 97 points. And so, if you take that as the number, you probably have to be 16 points better. Now, you look at the, the Metro. Uh, you know, these are still pretty good teams. You know, Carolina made a lot of moves, but they're probably just as good as they were. You know, if not better. Um, trying, the Rangers. Uh, you know, they still got Artemi Panarin and Adam Fox and uh, you know Igor Shesterkin. Um, you know, do they backslide a little bit? This just just. I'm in mean, off-season form. I don't have that name down there. It. Um, but it's just as good as he was last year. You know, it'd be really hard to be that good again. Um, but it's clear he's an elite goaltender, and you, with the pieces they have, they should still be a playoff team. Uh, Pittsburgh and Washington, everybody's talked about when do those teams fall off a cliff because of how much older they're getting. Well, it hasn't happened yet, and, you know, those are proud franchises that are not just going to, you know, keel over and die uh, at a moment's notice. And so that's four playoff teams out of your division there last year. So – you know, and then you look around the, the rest of the, the conference, uh, you've got Tampa Bay, you've got Florida, you've got um, Toronto. Those are still probably going to be playoff teams. Uh, Boston has been a perennial playoff team, and you know, I think they're probably not as good as they once were, as they get older. Um, but they're not going to be an easy out. Uh, Detroit thinks it got better, a lot better. Ottawa thinks it got a lot better. Even the Islanders think they got a lot better. Uh, The Devils think that their youth is finally going to come together and and make them in the mix. You know, Buffalo, the black cloud that was there seems to have lifted. I don't think they think they're a playoff team, but I think they think they're better. So you go up and down, I just named 12 teams right there that think they're going to at least have a chance uh, to be in the mix for at least a playoff push. Uh, So it's going to be tough. Uh, The Athletic came out with its uh, Blue Jackets projections based on Dom Lucision's model today, and it's a 3% chance of playoffs for the Blue Jackets. I think that's probably a little low. I think that his model tends to underrate uh, a couple of the Blue Jackets players and some of the things they have going for them, um, but that's a harsh reality that I don't think Blue. I, I think if you ask Blue Jackets fans right now, it's 50/50. Um, well, then this math thing says 3%. I think the true answer is probably somewhere in the middle of that, just because of how hard it is to make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. You know, it'll be a big disappointment if they're not, you know, in the mix until the end of the season, uh, or at least into the, you know, the trading deadline. Um, but It's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough because of all the things I just mentioned. Um, And that doesn't necessarily mean that they've had a bad season. Uh, I I love the future of this team. I love where it's going. I just think the way that this Eastern Conference is constructed right now, it's going to require a a really good season out of this team to make the playoffs. And I think that is in them, but it's also just as likely it's not in them because of all the reasons I just answered. So I'm trying to kind of tap dance my way around it because I don't want to take away the enthusiasm of the fan base. You should be excited. You've got Johnny Gaudreau. You've got a great young team. You know, there's a lot of things to like about where this thing is right now. Um, But it's still going to be a tough ask to make the playoffs because of of just all the factors I just mentioned. Yeah, it feels very much like this is a –
0: it's weird. It feels almost like it's out of the Blue Jackets' hands at this point. And it's very yeah. much dependent on, like you say, how the Rangers do, how the Islanders do, how the Devils do. I think no one's expecting Philadelphia to do much of anything. But kind of of, of the every other team apart in the division, apart from Carolina and... Um, oh, God, I've completely blanked on what, what team I was going to talk about. Um, yeah. But, you know, outside of Philadelphia, who's probably going to be at the bottom, Carolina's probably going to be at the top. Like, all of the other teams could either finish second or seventh. And I don't think I'd be surprised by any of it. So yeah. it really feels like Columbus is kind of, they're going to do what they can do, but a lot of it feels dependent on, like you say, the the Islanders not being very good. The Rangers backsliding. Uh, Pittsburgh finally admitting that it's a million years old and being bad. You know, Washington kind of doing the same thing. So it's really tough to, to say, well, yeah, if they're going to play well, are they going to make the playoffs? Because that's not necessarily how, how it works. Sometimes teams make the yeah. playoffs because other teams were worse. If that makes yeah. sense in a minute, I'm going to finish my conversation with Jeff all about, uh, Ken Johnson mostly. Uh, so that's what's coming up next on locked on blue jackets.
1: Yeah. Well, something I'm very fond of saying is like, I think there's 25 or 26 good teams in the NHL. Like, I mean, there's obviously, you know, the Arizona's Chicago, um, probably Montreal, Philadelphia. Like those are not good teams at the end of the day <laughs> going into the season. But outside of that, and I'm sure there's some others that I'm just not thinking of off the top of my head. But Like, if you look around, there's there's 25 to 26 teams, I think, that think that they can compete for the playoffs this year. Um, and so, and if you don't bring your A or A- minus or B-plus game on a nightly basis, they're going to beat you. Or some of these teams are maybe not quite good enough to be a playoff team, but they have really high, two or three really high-level players that can beat you if you don't show up on a, on a and take care of them on a nightly basis. And so, you know, I think as you look around this league, every year there are... You know probably five to six, if not seven or eight, good hockey teams that are probably playoff caliber hockey teams that just don't make it because of the way um, that this is done. I mean, look at Vegas. I know it's it was so much Schadenfreude in the NHL last year that Vegas didn't make the playoffs because, well, there's a lot of reasons why, but this is still a team that had you know they, they were hurt at times this the year. But this is still a team that's Jack Eichel and Mark Stone and Shay Theodore and. You know, you can go up and down that lineup. I mean, they have really good players, and they missed the playoffs last year. And you can look at probably, I've said, five other, six other teams that are in that boat uh, that just didn't make it because there's only 16 spots, and there's probably 25, 24, 25 good teams. And the Jackets might fall in that category this year, being a good team that has really good players that doesn't make the playoffs. Uh, you know, hopefully they are a good team that has good players that does make the playoffs. But there's, there's always teams that fit in that other boat, that it just shows how hard it is to make the playoffs in this league. And John Davidson said that in his media day address, that this is a hard league to make the playoffs. And I think he's right. I think people underrate that, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah for sure. Um in terms of other expectations, um I was talking with uh, a couple of the other podcast hosts about the Calder Cup or the Calder Trophy, excuse me, which I think is probably the the one that Blue Jackets fans should have their eye on as a potential for winning this season and so I think a, a University of Michigan player is going to win the Calder this year. But obviously that opens up to, you know, you've got Owen Power, you've got Matthew Berniers, you've got Kent Johnson, obviously. Yeah, even guys like Thomas Bordelow in in San Jose could be a, a dark horse. Do you think Ken Johnson's got a chance at the Calder? Um, obviously it, it depends on a lot of things, but how do you think he's going to be in the race? Like he he feels like a guy that could really take off this season.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I have very high hopes for Kent Johnson this year, and I think he's on the Blue Jackets for most of the season, if not all of the season. I... I just feel like it's the, you know, they, they feel like he's probably there. Um, he feels like he's probably at that level. I guess we'll find out in camp, um, but he's pretty much aced everything else. I mean, he, he aced juniors, he aced college, you know, he was on a world championship team in Canada that was very good. And he had a big part of that, you know, he won the world juniors for Canada. So, I mean, what's really left for Ken Johnson to do other than do it at the NHL level. Um, so I think he can be in the race. Yeah. It's going to be tough to win. As you said, just from players who wore maize and blue alone, you know, Owen Power is probably going to play 25 minutes a night in Buffalo. So he's going to be right up there. You know, Mandy Beniers, Seattle probably still not a playoff team, but Mandy Beniers is going to play in just about every situation and play a lot for that team. And so he's probably going to rack up the points. And there's, I'm sure, other guys that you can put in that boat um, that I'm just not thinking of right now. So, um, you know, it, it's hard to predict that Kent Johnson is going to win it, but do I think he has the skill and is going to get the opportunity to be in the race? I do. Um, it'll depend on kind of where he falls in the lineup too. Does he force his way? Yeah, the thing that's interesting about the Blue Jackets lineup this year is on the wings, you've got you know Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Liney are right now your top pair of wings going into the season. I think they still think you know even though they're older, Gus Nyquist and Jake Voracek are top six wings. You know, so how does Ken Johnson knock down that door? Because I think he's they're going to look at him at center, but I think he's still at a point they think he's a winger going into the season um, until he adds more strength and and works on faceoffs and things like that. I think he's most likely a winger. Uh, so, you know, does he barge that door down and say, Hey, guess what? Gus Nyquist, you're a third line winger now. Um, he very well could, but he's got to do it. Um, and those are proud veterans who are very good players. So, um, how much playing time does he get compared to a a Maddie Beniers or an Owen Power? You know, that's going to factor into things like that. But, um, I think that, you know, there was a point in this, this summer where I was like, when does Kent Johnson finally pop? And I think, uh the world juniors and the uh traverse city tournament okay you're starting to see this guy pop to where you know it it, it's going to translate to the nhl level now sooner rather than later so you know high hopes for him for sure but calder um maybe a dark horse but there's probably other guys that put ahead of him but it's there if it if it all comes together so
0: yeah it felt very much like watching him in traverse city i was like oh here he is his this is the kent johnson the people have talked about cuz i know when he was drafted there were a lot of people who were like this is the most is he the best is he the best player in the draft probably not is he the most exciting player in the draft maybe you know he's got people jumping out of their seats every game at michigan and he feels like you kind of saw that at travis city so i'm super excited for for ken johnson to like you said, maybe he doesn't win the calder but i think he maybe makes it makes it an interesting race uh, so I think I think the, the thing to kind of finish on here is uh, the Blue Jackets might not be good this year. I think they're going to be better. They might not be good, but I think they are going to be fun. Um, and I think at this point, sometimes that's that's the best thing you can ask. And I'm super excited for this upcoming season. I know what a lot of my listeners are. I'm, I'm sure you are, all of the players, the, the management and everything. Um, but now it's just kind of time to, I think, stop speculating and just watch watch this team in training camp because training camp starts. Oh, it started today actually as of, as of the time of, of recording this. So, uh, I think the, the best place for people to go if they want training camp updates, if they want player updates is, uh, the work you're doing, because I think you've had some really great work over the summer. So, uh, where can people find kind of the articles that you've written, the articles you're going to write, uh, quotes, everything, where can, where can people find your work on, uh, online?
1: Yes. No, I, I appreciate the kind words. And, you know, you said uh, this team could be fun. They were fun last year. Uh, you know, they, the way that they were kind of a never-say-die team and the, the rallies they had and stuff like that, you know, the, and the personalities. They were fun. They got a lot of the same personalities back. So, you know, hopefully they, they continue that fun uh, stuff. Hopefully that fun involves, you know, giving up fewer goals. I think that's what they're hoping for. But, <laughs> um, but I, I do enjoy a fun hockey team, that's for sure. So, um, but no, I appreciate the kind words. Like I say, um, the Twitter handle is uh, Jackets Insider. so... Um, I, I'm, I'm at everything. So, uh, you know, posting updates, things like that. So, um, you can follow it there. You know, I obviously post links to all my stories, but everything I write, uh, from an editorial standpoint is also available at bluejackets.com. So, uh, those are the two main spots to, uh, to find me.
0: Well, uh, huge, huge thanks for you giving up your time for this, uh, extremely long Blue jacket season, season preview. And, uh, yeah, I, I, appreciate it. I'm super excited to see the upcoming season and uh, the coverage as well. So thank you for uh, sitting down with me.
1: No problem. I appreciate uh, you having me on. Thank you.
0: And that's all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow is Monday already. Uh, and we're going to be talking about the games that happened on Sunday afternoon and evening. We'll do a couple of, uh, reviews of those games some recaps what was good what was bad uh, what we could see in the future things like that so that's going to be tomorrow's episode uh i've been jay foster you can find me on twitter at underscore jacob foster j-a-k-o-b-f-o-r-s-t-e-r you can find this podcast at l-o underscore Blue Jackets. if you have comments questions criticisms uh, you can email me at locked on bluejackets at gmail.com and uh, Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day, every day. Locked on Blue Jacket is free and available on all podcast platforms. And uh, we are also over on YouTube, trying to hit 250 subscribers before the season starts in October. So uh, if you're not subscribed, then feel free to hit that subscribe button and uh, help me out, help you out. Everybody wins. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.